Welcome back to the Misty and Ike program, everybody. I'm your host, uh, Ike. This is an audio-only episode, and this person is also here. Who are, who are you? Isaac. I don't... Do I know you? I don't think so. It's, I've got a couple of strangers in here. I mean, you look vaguely familiar. Yes. Did we know each other a long time ago? Once upon a time when there was a pandy. We were <gasps> business partners in That's a little adventure. That's right. <laughs> yes. Shit. All right. Yep. Yeah. Misty I knew Roberts, I recognized everybody. you some, from somewhere. Yeah, well, I have a recognizable face. You have a very distinctive face. <laughs> Speaking of recognizable people, we have producer Nick here. Say hello, Nick. Hello, Nick. Hey. <laughs> hey. Did we get your full name out? I don't think so. Misty Roberts. Misty Roberts. Misty Roberts. Misty Roberts. Um, so if this just popped up on your phone and you were like, holy shit, it's been too long. And well, let me see what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, same. Same? <laughs> yeah. Like, same as when we did this last time. Yeah, back by popular demand, I'd say. I, You know, I posted a photo of us on my Instagram and said, just to get, you know, a little test in the water there. And I said, you know, is it time for a reunion show? And I got so many people that replied. They were like, yes, yeah, do it. Yeah, so here we are, audio only because... Because why not? Cameras... Or a pain in the ass. And you know what? Our audio was always more popular than our video. <laughs> That's true. We so. still occasionally get like randomly hundreds of plays sometimes. It's, you know, I don't understand algorithms. Yeah. But let's start catching up. You okay. first. What? So I was just listening to an episode that you did of my show and I was going to put it on this channel. Yeah. But when I came back from Europe? Yeah, it was August of 2022. When I came back from Europe, yeah. Yeah, so you had just gotten... I wondering if you were ever going to use that. Well, I think I'm going to put it on this channel, but there's, <laughs> I know there's four things I have to cut out, so I have to listen to all of them. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. I, I don't remember what they were, but I do remember there were things I was like, I you should not... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just inside baseball stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to say what they are now, because then I have to cut it out of that episode it, right, and this right. episode. Double the work. Double your pleasure. Yeah. Double your fun. Yeah. That was Nicholas on the whistles. The, the ones and whistles. He's so good at the whistles. Um, wait, we should address that. Producer Nick is back. Yeah, that's right. Yes. I live so, in California once again. Yes. Producer Nick was with us during the first part of recording. And then moved back to Baltimore. I ended up in Baltimore for uh, about a year and a half. Yep. Got all shacked up with a lady. Wait a minute. Um, question. Found a wife. Question found for Nick. Found yourself a wife. Got you all did. wifed up. What? Uh, what was her name? Not Maria. Yep. That's exactly. Her no, name. no, no. But what's? <gasps> she has a nickname. Oh. Maria has a nickname? She has a name on air that we call her so that no one will know that her name is Maria. Only something. Well, that's too late it. for that now. Yep. Well, yeah. Uh, but we could go back. Rodrigo? Maria. No, no, no. What What was the name I was Olivia? calling? Olivia? Rodrigo? No. Is you, that what we're calling You him? had come up uh, with a name that only you were using. <laughs> yeah. That was just, you were just Gabriella. Which oh, is a, right. Yes. You know, How's your wife Gabriella doing? I, Maria's fine. <laughs> She's good today. <laughs> I call her Gabriella to she, her face I, sometimes. I, she I love more than anyone I know. She, more than anyone I know, is a fan of your show. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, hey, Gabriella. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Maria, I miss you. <laughs> yeah. And now... Producer Nick and Misty are neighbors. We are. We're like five blocks apart. Oh, separated Crazy. by only a Trader Joe's. Separated by a Trader Joe's. 
It sounds like one I literally of the novels walk that you're to writing. like every other day. Yeah, there's a Target, a Trader Joe's, and a there's three yeah. spots to get and a CVS. There's basically four spots to get groceries between us. That's it. <laughs> if you're buying your groceries at CVS, something might be wrong. Well, especially because they're surrounded by multiple grocery stores. Yeah, so but guys, also like I feel like that's probably not the most cost-effective place to buy groceries. It, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's not. not. But you guys don't have any reason to not show up uh, with snacks at each other's houses. That's very true. <laughs> there is definitely an abundance of places to stop on the way. I brought snacks. Duh. From CVS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating them Doritos if they're from CVS. Nope, not the same. Uh, so how same. are you and Rodrigo enjoying <laughs> Los Angeles? <What>? Rodrigo is a... <laughs> we, we're having a great time. We're having a great time. Yesterday... We went to Clark Street Diner, Broad Museum, Art, Art Museum downtown. The, um, we did a Hollywood Hills celebrity home tour because I love she had this. never done that. I love this. In the van day. with the open windows and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Open roof. Wow. I've thing. never done that. Um, we had a blast yesterday. It was a very, very California, almost a Hollywood tourist kind of vibe. And, uh, and we had you, a blast. If you don't know what Clark Street Diner is, it's, the, it's formerly the Cafe 101. Which, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Featured in right a off of lot of movies. Featured in a lot. And shows. Which one of my favorites that it's featured in? Swingers. Yeah. Did they keep the rocks? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. On the walls? Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think that they Stone. really did anything inside. They just, like, it went under and they someone bought it and renamed it, essentially. So dumb. Just keep Should the name. Should have left it at Cafe 101. Yeah. Like. I went to a bar last night called Tiny's. Which used to be something that I can't remember. Fascinating story, bro. But it was awesome. It's like it, they remodeled it. It's brand new, but it has the old school dive bar feel. Mm-hmm. One room has like basketball shooters and the you know the little grabby yeah. claw toy machine and Big Buck Hunter. Right. And then there's the bar, and then there's just it's a whole very Midwest room. bar. Then yeah, but there's no TVs. You know, I when Nick and I were driving over here, and he was telling me about the day. I was thinking about because they went and also watched a game at a sports bar. And I was thinking about all of the places that closed during the pandemic that I can't even remember their names now. Yeah. Like there was a, a sports bar that was known to play Kansas sports specifically. And oh, like right. you would always have like Paul Rudd and Rob Riggle and all those dudes would come down and watch when they couldn't make it back to Kansas for, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, and I can't remember the name of it. Like, I went, every year I lived here, when KU made it into the Final Four, I went and watched games there. And I have no idea what the name of it was. I used to also go to this place called The Dark Room. And I'm not sure if it's the even open dark anymore. Room. I feel like that, The Dark Room. Is that in Silver Lake? It no, was on Melrose. It was on Melrose. We've yeah. been there. We have been there. Yeah, I used With, to go there all the time. Uh, Milligan. The Dark. Oh, yeah. it had a little outside patio before they made street seating. Yeah. It was like an outside smoking area. The food was pretty good. There. It was. It was pretty good. Did I that, it's go not there a, all the time. It's not around and anymore. I'm not. I don't believe so, unless I just drive by it and just don't notice it because yeah. there's no signage. Maybe I don't know. Our buddy Dan used to live around the corner from that yeah. merely because he parked his van around the corner from it. <laughs> he could live anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Wants. Yeah. That's true. But Dan has since become a, a greenskeeper in Texas on a golf course. Good for Dan. Just living and loving golf you all day. You know what? Long. Some people, that's their thing. Yeah. This podcast is for the 12 people that know Dan. Hi, Dan. <laughs> hey, Dan, and everyone else. Uh, yeah. So, 
Nick went off and came back. Did this show stop before Nick moved away? No. Were we, we no, were still on we the were air. We were still going. Okay. Yeah. All right. So welcome back, Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter. Welcome back, Misty. Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, welcome what, back. Misty, what were you doing? Uh, I've been out on the road. Yeah. Um, you went to Austria. <laughs> I went to Australia. That's what I said. Right. Oh, yeah, where <laughs> they don't have ketchup. Different continents. <laughs> Uh, wait, wait, you and wait. I will continue to forever have this argument. They have ketchup. Wait, wait. They have ketchup. Yes. We had this argument. You, do you remember I'm on starting, air the last time that we did a show? I'm starting to remember that don't have. Yeah. Are you waiting six months to make that joke? I, there it was. There it was. Wow. Um, so what's it like going like three weeks without ketchup? First of all, I need everyone to know Australia has ketchup. They have catsup, and they also have Heinz ketchup. Believe me. Who's calling you? Uh, that's my accountant. Ooh, money guy. It's probably not great. Oh. <laughs> it's probably like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, let, let's see. I uh, The last time that we did one of these uh, was, you're right, you interviewed me on your for your show when yeah. I came back from, Aust- or from Europe. Yeah. Then I did oh, right. a yeah, bunch yeah. of stuff in September with the Heim girls. And then I went out for a couple of weeks with the chicks. Um, it's so hard not to say Dixie for it, me. It's, it's hard to say it. And I think it's a good lesson because I have to remind myself and why I'm not saying it. So yeah. it's a learning experience. Yeah, a curve, one um, would say. Yeah. And then... I forgot see. you did that. Yeah, did that. Um... Went to Kansas City to do a really oh, cool thing in Kansas City. Yeah. Then haven't we haven't we potted since then? Since Kansas? No. We haven't. Well, we just no. talked in real life. Yeah. So just to bring everybody up to speed, uh, Misty and I generally talk on the phone, if not every day, every other day, for yeah. like thirty to forty five minutes. And then we were like, Well, let's just fucking turn the mics on again. Yeah. I why mean, not? Let's give everybody a little inside glimpse into well. As much as we Inside can share. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to rebrand the show to call be called Inside Baseball. And it's just betting tips from Nick, producer Nick. <laughs> He's really good at that. <laughs> and then it's just me and Missy going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. And you can hear my eyes rolling into the back of my head. <laughs> and I'm just like, is that a parlay, dude? Like Did you win? Actually making an audible noise <laughs> as right. they click back further and further. <laughs> and then you just start snoring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I, I mean, I've been working. Let's see, I did the thing yeah. in Kansas City. I did another... Now tell people about that, because that's okay. too cool to not tell everybody about. Well, and you texted me last night about something. You were like, are you caught up on Ted Lasso? Oh, this is a and perfect And I said, segue. I am. Yes. And there is actually a reference in the latest Ted Lasso ap- episode to this thing that I do in November in Kansas City. Really? I missed it. When Colin is in the bar yeah. and Trent walks in. Oh, right. Uh, the bartender is like, oh, you should stick around. Or it's before Trent walks in. He's like, you should stick around tonight's Thunderdong, which is a play on Thundergong. Okay. So give everybody the backstory okay. on Thundergong. So <clears throat> I have a lot of old, old friends in Kansas City. And um, there is a band from Kansas City called the Get Up Kids. Mm-hmm. My friend Jim is in the Get Up Kids. And he hit me up um, and said, hey, we do this thing every year. Um, what's the possibility of possibly pitching Haim to play it? And I was like, I don't see why not. 
And then he was like, and even if they don't, what's the possibility of you like coming to help out? Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know why I've never thought about this. I was like, I'd absolutely love to. So it did so happen that the Heim girls had something else scheduled already, so they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a benefit show called Thunder Gong. And it is put on by a foundation called, uh, I'm sorry, I am completely blanking right now. Steps, Steps of Faith Foundation? Steps of Faith. I was like, it's Steps? Why am I not? Hello, Steps of Faith. Yeah. Um, it benefits uh, people that have lost limbs and helps to make... Um, like they, on their they, body, not yeah, tree limbs. No, we don't care about those really. Whoa. We'll get into that yeah. later. Um, they work with prostitutions who... Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> In the make, red light district. <laughs> make prosthetics. Oh, okay. Um, so it's it's put on by that foundation, which is run by a wonderful guy named Billy Brubblecom. Um, Billy was a drummer in Kansas City and is still a drummer. Um, and he... For Def Leppard. Mm, <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Isaac. Sorry. Um, Just trying to make an amputee reference uh, there. He, he got cancer and oh, he lost his leg. That's not funny. Um, that's I was like Isaac. <laughs> Sorry. Um, he no- just so happens to be one of the best friends of Jason Sudeikis, Mr. Ted Lasso. Oh, no big deal. So you know they did this for a couple of years and then Jason got involved and they you know Jason brings a bevy of fun celebrities to Kansas City and it's like a variety show. They have musicians, there's a house band, there's comedy. So who who are some of the bands? Uh, so <laughs> there, there was someone set to do it this year, and then they kind of bowed out the last minute. And Jason had met some friends at the Taylor Hawkins tribute in London. And so he called them like the day before and said, do you guys want to hop on the plane with me and go to Kansas City? And they said, yes. And that was The Darkness. Who That's so cool. Literally yes. are some of the most amazing humans I've ever met. That's even cooler because uh, their music is is touched me in a place that only my uncle has, <laughs> and uh, we used to cover them in my yeah, band. We used to. Cover I'm not them. surprised. Yeah, um, they're absolutely fantastic, and the fact that they were like, "Yeah, we know very little about this, but yes, we'll jump on the jet with you and go to another country." And yeah, we'll play some songs. You tell us what to play. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like is that. Is it our music? Is it somebody else's music? <laughs> it's like that thing they say, like when a when a child hands you a toy phone, you answer that shit. Yes. Well, when Jason Sudeikis says, get on the jet, you right. get on the jet. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So yeah, it was um, Jason and Brendan Hunt, who is Coach. also known as Coach Beard. Coach. Uh, Fred Armisen, Will Forte. Yeah. Um, oh, I Sam work. Richardson, who's like one of my favorites. We're going to circle back to Fred in a second. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And then Winona Judd also came and sang and uh, The Darkness and uh, Hembry, which is a Kansas City band that actually lives here in L.A. Um, <laughs> they had to fly home. <laughs> they had to fly, fly home to play a show <laughs> in the hometown. Um, now, didn't, yeah. you, didn't you have a cool story about Winona's husband? So Cactus, her husband. First of all, his name is Cactus. <laughs> Hello, that's Cactus. the story. Okay. Like that's it. No, um, Cactus is also an amputee. Like oh. Cactus and Billy uh, connected when Billy lived in Nashville for a while because 
Cactus had to miss some Winona shows and he needed someone to come and fill in for him. And how many one-legged, you know, drummers are there? How many drummers that have a prosthetic? I'm I'm putting that in my stand-up set. (laughs) I mean. How many one-legged drummers? So like a mutual friend, I think, introduced the two of them. And yeah, he went and played for Winona for a while. And if you're following along at home, Billy is the organizer of the event that Misty said at the top of this story. Yeah. Um, so does anybody ever call him Billy Badass? I mean, he is a badass. Yeah, he's one of the smartest, most caring individuals I think that I've you know run across in a very long time. Like he's he's put his life into giving mobility back to people that you know. I mean, nobody ever anticipates losing a limb changes your entire life. This is going to be super duper inside baseball. Mm -hmm. But when we had dinner at your house a few weeks ago, one of the young ladies that tours with you works for an inclusion. She works, (laughs) it's an accessibility company. So she works for a nonprofit called Culture City. Okay. Um, What's her name? Let's give her a shout out. Haley. Haley. My my wonderful Haley. Um, Culture City is trying to make going to concerts and events more accessible for people who previously haven't been able to experience it. So whether it's being on the autism spectrum or there being a situation like blind or deaf, um, when Haley went out on the road with the first, you know, project for it, it was with Coldplay. And essentially what they did is they provided these vests that people would put on that give vibrations. Mm -hmm. So if you're deaf, you can feel the music oh. and you can experience it like you've never been able to experience it before. What I'm driving at with that is that, yeah. is that organization involved with? I actually, that, uh, that is definitely something that I plan on broaching with Billy is possibly having Culture City come in as either a Thunder Gong sponsor or something like that. That's cool. Just bringing all um, your worlds together. We raised... Six hundred and fifty thousand dollars that night. No big yeah. deal. Wow. Oh, in a town like Kansas City, yeah, you know, awesome. I mean, L.A. Six hundred fifty thousand dollars. You're like, oh, who didn't give? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, Beyonce couldn't come. Right. <laughs> now, I mean, it's, one of the ways me, they, it's incredibly impressive. Like, but one of the ways they raised money was an auction to come and sing a song, right? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Somebody um, paid a ridiculous amount of money for that, right? Yeah, I want to say it was like $13,000. Okay. So <laughs> I, could, I could buy a car with that. Well, there's a running gag with Will and Jason that actually came from SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's John Bovey. <laughs> like it's, they're, they're making fun of Bon Jovi during the skit. And so John Bovey. Like, <laughs> it, it's kind of like taking a band who you think's not good and what like flipping it upside down and making it good. Right. So essentially what they did was they auctioned off. Someone in the audience got to pick a song and Will and Jason had 10 minutes to, they literally sat on the floor on the stage while Fred Armisen did like 10 minutes of improv and rewrote the song so that it was backwards. (laughs) So like what opposite. So if there, you give, you give love a bad name. You give love a good name. Right. Like, if it was a country song, you'd get your dog back and your wife so, would get back together with you and your truck would be fixed. Right. Yeah. So this person that won picked No Scrubs <laughs> by TLC. <laughs> and they had to go through and make the song No Scrubs opposite. 
They wanted a scrub. Yeah. yeah. I just want a scrub. Right. So, I mean, it's it's an hilarious gag. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I think that that one went for, like, $13,000. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, super cool. But, yeah, so it's called Thunder Gong. Right. And the other night in Ted Lasso, episode six. Right. They're in Amsterdam. And Colin, one of the players, goes to a bar. Um, he's working through some things in his life, the figuring hit. out how to come out. Right. So he goes to a gay bar in Amsterdam. Hard spoilers coming up, folks. Hard spoilers. If you haven't watched it, sorry, whatever. No, it, it's not, not. Definitely not ruining the episode for you. Well, it's also no secret that he's gay if you've seen <laughs> right. any episode seen of the prior. show. Yeah, right. yeah. So uh. the, he, Trent comes in and he's like so shocked by the fact that someone has seen him in this bar. Mm. And Trent's like, it's okay, it's okay. And Colin gets up to leave, and the bartender's like, no, you should stay. Tonight's Thunder Dawn. <laughs> and Colin's like, Thunder Dawn? <laughs> Do you think that they filmed that episode after they got back from Kansas? I don't believe so, but Jason and, you know, all of these folks have been doing this for eight years. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Thunder Gong is a... It's not new. New. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's a known entity and name and... Yeah. You know what I didn't realize, because uh, I never pay attention to the credits of anything, but that mm-hmm. Brett... Wrote last night's episode, He right? wrote a lot of them. Yeah. Of or this I season. I think Brendan did last night's episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I got to meet Brett. And I was going to ask you if Brett was in Kansas. No, he wasn't. Brett. I very much wish that Roy Kent had been in Kansas. Oh, my God. That's game changer right Brett there. Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. Yeah. But... But uh, the, that... Uh, the... Very few comedy shows that I've been to. Right. You actually were shooting a comedy show. Mm-hmm. And I went and Brett Goldstein was the headliner. He is so much funnier than you think he's, he's going to be. He's hilarious. Most people would go like, oh, that's Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. He's, he's going to be very Roy Kent. Right. He's not. He's just riding the wave of being famous on Ted Lasso. He so is a good. legitimate comedian in his own right, which is Completely. probably how he got cast. Yeah. But well, to- he's, he's also been long been a writer. Yeah. So he's fantastic. He started. Fantastic. As a writer yep. on Ted Lasso. And then they had this character and he started oh. writing it and they were like, That's you. You're him. That's yeah. Cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I have to go back and watch season one again. Yeah. Um, no, I wish I wish he had been there. He's so opposite of who his character is in Ted Lasso. Like he's <laughs> so kind and even yeah. his comedy is But just... the thing is his character in Ted Lasso, like, is also very kind. You just don't it takes you a minute to get to Right. His kindness comes out in different ways. Yeah. He just has a harder shell exterior. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. He definitely, uh, yeah. It's, he's a softy. Yeah. And you don't get, you know, it takes a minute to see that. Can we talk about this episode for a second? Because yeah. this whole season has been like, boy, they, you know, the team's hurting and then they got this guy who's well, supposed to Well, you know this is everything. supposed to be the last season, right? Oh, oh I did not know that. Oh, yeah. This was written as a three-season arc. They never intended on on it going any further. So now there's huge debate. Everyone is waiting very patiently to see that last episode and see if this truly is the end Mm. or if if they leave it open Uh, to continue. But it's written as three seasons, and this is supposed to be it. So you're seeing a lot of highs and lows, I think, for that reason. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's how they do television in Europe, right? They just go, like, we're going to write three seasons, and that's it. Yeah. Like they don't do nine seasons of Lost yeah. or anything. Except for their things like X Factor and Big Brother that have been going on for 30 years. Script the reality. Different category. <laughs> Gross. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, I think your boy's going on one of those talent shows. 
more about that later. Okay. Okay. So, so what are your thoughts on this last episode? I, uh, man, what an emotional roller coaster. Do you know where it comes from? What? Where, why, why they went to Amsterdam? No. So, Joe Kelly, who's one of the show creators and main writers, mm-hmm. Jason and Brendan were all a part of Boom Chicago, which was a comedy improv group based in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They went and spent a year in Amsterdam. Wow. And did Boom Chicago in Amsterdam for a year. And so they hold a very special esteem to the city of, to Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of bits and stories come from their time in Amsterdam. Is that American, sorry, Nick, uh, is is that American bar real? I mean, there are American bars in any major city overseas. But do they do that? Like howdy partner? Like they do I mean, I've been to places that do hokey shit like that. What were you going to say, Nick? I, I think didn't the concept of the show get created when those three were like living together and, and traveling together? Um, yeah, it Europe? actually started as a, I want to say NBC Sports mm-hmm. was was who they licensed it to initially. Right, they came up with the concept yeah. of like an American guy trying to run to co- a soccer right. team without knowing right. what was going on. Like yeah. a long, long time ago. Yeah, a very long time ago. Like I want to say it was like. 10 years ago that that bit played on NBC Sports. Right. And then never was really seen again. It was a huge hit. Like it has, and if you go now to like the YouTube video of it, it's got like millions of plays. But um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, th- I thought I'd read something about that. I just can't yeah. remember. Yeah, it just, it started, it's a commercial, essentially. <laughs> oh, right. I yeah. Wanna, yeah, I'm gonna watch that on YouTube. Yeah, it was a, a, a commercial, two minute commercial or something like that. Okay, uh, the turn, though, because it seems like the team was in a downward decline for the last couple episodes. So was, go out and party in Amsterdam, <clears throat> no curfew. Yeah, and then... Lifts anybody's spirits. The level of hope at the end when you can see that he figured it out. Everything's like, going to be all right. The coach, because <laughs> you don't really see him coach. He's like coaching no, by not coaching. No, because he doesn't know soccer. Right, which is really, like he, really He's weird. a motivational coach. He's not a technical coach. Right. Yeah, he's, he doesn't know soccer. Like, he still doesn't know. Like, on the show, you can tell he still doesn't even know, like, what the technical terms are for things. Right. <laughs> Which I think adds to the, like, endearment of all of it. Yeah, because his sidekick knows, and then mm-hmm. Roy knows. But then right. he lost his little buddy, and that, I forgot his name. Nate. Nate. And then, uh, oh, Nate went on a little date this weekend. He did, that, and <laughs> yeah. it didn't go great. That was, yeah, I felt so bad. But then, I did not. Did you not see the video of him ripping the believe sign in half? Oh, that's right. No, Nate. Nate's a little bitch. You don't get sympathy anymore. You're dead to us. I thought Nate was going to come back around and tell Ted something that would help him. Yeah, I I think everybody kind of felt like Nate was going to come back and say something that would inspire Ted. Yeah. Okay, so how about this? The tea that they drank. That the assistant coach, I always forget his name. Coach Beard. <clears throat> coach Beard said it was a bunk batch of mushroom tea. Yeah. Or hallucinogenics. Right. Do you think Ted got a real dose or do you think he just got inspiration and felt like... Because sometimes when you're on like a placebo, you can think that you're... Oh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, I think that... I think he probably got a little a little dosed. I like to think that. Okay. I I've been to that immersive... Uh, art show, it's not that inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be some magic mushrooms involved in that somewhere. Yeah, I mean it's cool. It's not that cool. 
<laughs> Mushrooms makes everything cool. I mean, they, they do. Let's. Today's episode of Misty Nights brought to you by Magic Mushrooms. Mushroom. <laughs> if you're not enjoying this episode, pause. And take, have some mushrooms. Have some mushrooms. I actually have been drinking mushroom coffee. Yeah? Lion's for Mane? For Sigmata. Oh, really? If you'd like to sponsor me for Sigmata, let me know. Like Stigmata, where they like people Stig- have yeah. holes in their hands like Jesus? I don't think it's the same, but yeah. A, sig- a Sigmata is different than a Stigmata. Yeah, I think so. I think it's Sigmata. Yeah. Anyways, they have like eight different kinds of mushroom coffee yeah. and it's supposed to help with your like caffeine jitters and whatever. And basically it's just making me angry right now. But well, what a lot of people don't know, which we have to catch them up on is that you found um, the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior. since. You- <laughs> like if you can, if there was video and like everyone could see face. my face, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Uh, I hate to be blasphemous, but I just wanted to see the shock it's, and all. Yeah, 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 he hates being blasphemous. He really yeah. hates being I hate blasphemous. It. I hate it. Um, so much. I am, uh, there won't ever probably be anything that happens to me that will make me go, yes, it's time to go to church. Speaking of church, mom bought a gun. <laughs> Your mom? My mom bought a gun to take to church. Who's coming to get her? Uh, well, there's only, this was her reasoning. There's only- The liberals. Well, <laughs> I don't want to say the specific <laughs> ethnic group that she's worried about. Where, <clears throat> where does your mother live again? My mother lives in North Carolina. Right. Which should give you all the context that you need for there the rest you of go. the story. That's but she said qualifying there's only, questions. There's only six other people that bring guns to church. So Only six? Yeah. I mean, not enough good guys with guns, clearly. Yeah. I'm just worried that one of the speakers will blow out and then everyone will pull out <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, it's somebody's like, gonna drop a Bible real hard, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's gonna be like oh, four hundred and thirty-two people found dead in a church in North Carolina. Uh, they shot themselves to death. I mean, it's gonna look like a uh, what is that uh, thing? Cult. A cult? Yeah, it, it's, gonna, <laughs> it's gonna look like Jim Jones and stuff. And God for America, God forbid it happens when a comet's flying by or some shit. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Literally, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't have words for that. Yeah, like, no, that's I, just a story for yeah, you. Yeah, it's a, it's great, and I just am trying to imagine your mom and all the things I know about her with a gun, and it's just <laughs> world is fucked up place right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to think that she got a pink thirty eight snub nose, uh, like just a pink leather handle. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like. I've probably I've told you guys this before. I have a gun license. Do you? I got my gun license to see how easy it was to get. Did you really in California? No. Oh, I have it in Missouri. Yeah, probably Missouri. A little, probably a little easier there. Uh, <laughs> actually, here's the thing: it's supposed to be harder there, and because of that fact, my gun license enables me to buy a gun in 17 other states. Wow. Me, hmm. who has been very vocal about all of my mental health struggles and my depression and manicness and all of these things literally walked in and two hours later walked out with a gun license so yeah because north carolina you you only need a license for a pistol if the barrel is longer than 19 inches then it qualifies as a uh rifle and you don't need all you have to do is a background check so you can buy it at like i went to a gun show said i want that mac 11 and walked out with it 15 minutes later. Yeah. That's, so uh, that's, and that, and that is why we are where we're at right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, speaking of Kansas City, that's 
since we were talking about all of this, like something terrible that's happened a few days ago there. Like an 85-year-old man shot a 13-year-old or 16-year-old kid in the head twice. For knocking on the wrong door. knocking on the door to come pick up his siblings. Like, and then, you know, there was a situation in Texas where some guy shot two cheerleaders because they were trying to get in the wrong car accidentally. And then upstate New York, a woman pulled into a driveway to turn around and got shot. What, are you just yeah. sitting there waiting for people to turn around in your driveway? You know what? I'm sorry. All yeah. these people, by the way, older people that did that were the shooters. They're sitting around They're watching sitting the around news, terrified of what they've been told, yeah. that people are coming to get them. And now they're just sitting there with their guns. Speaking of the news saying the wrong shit... The people that make the voting machines have been suing Fox News. <laughs> Dominion. Yeah. They settled for, what was it, $745 million That's yesterday? it? Yeah. That seems like it needs a B on it. Yeah, you Almost. think? Like Almost. a billion, right? A b- you would think. But no. $750 million is nothing to Fox. Yeah. You got to make it hurt. Well, here we are. Yeah. Nobody, nobody actually has to pay consequences for anything. So no, we never learn. But now all of our uh, grandparents are like, "Why vote? Because look at that." Trump's my pre- still my president. Oh yeah. No, he's not. I mean, a lot of them, I'm sure, also are reading these headlines and not understanding that it wasn't Fox News suing Dominion, that it was Dominion suing Fox, and are like, "Oh, the voting machines don't work." <laughs> like that's how dumb people are. Yeah. They yeah. they don't even read a whole headline. They see a word in it mm. and just lean to their bias and mm-hmm. go, oh, well, I'm not going to vote anymore because the voting machines don't work. Fox sued them. <laughs> well, that might be a good thing. If you're dumb enough to believe that, that then you shouldn't be voting that's anyway. That's not how our system's supposed to work. Just because you're dumb doesn't mean you can't vote. Like, mm-hmm. I hate to say it. I We're only getting dumber. Amen. By the minute. Tell me about it. We're getting ready to do, uh, it seems like we're becoming a documentary of the movie... So, uh, what's that movie where the what's his name is the president idiocracy, idiocracy. yes <laughs> the greatest movie of all time until <laughs> that was a live until demonstration. recent years <laughs> president mountain dew come on exactly, <laughs> exactly. thank you it was terry cruz right yeah, yeah. that was a live yeah. demonstration of how dumb we're getting i yeah. couldn't even remember the name of the dumbest movie idiocracy wow yeah um, uh, well, what else is new and news in the world, folks, with you? Did we catch- You know, I went to Australia and everything's great there. Right. The ketchup's upside down, right? Doesn't the it spin the other way? The ketchup is upside down and the toilets are also backwards. <laughs> to- Those things are not true at all. Um, well, doesn't the water just swirl the other way? I, I think that's correct. And the other hemisphere of water swings the other way. I did it on How the equator. How often do you sit and watch which direction the water swirls don't, in your toilet? Don't you worry about what I do well, on my free time. No, really. No, I'm as, asking this as, as a legitimate question. As, as, as guys, we see it more often. Right, than but we do you don't. take note of which direction? Because we had this discussion when we got over there of like, Let's see if it does it. But then everyone was like, but I don't know what the right way is. <laughs> so how do I know if it's going the other way? Yeah. And ever- so still after six, seven trips to Australia, I have no idea if that's true because I don't know what the right way is and the wrong way. The only time it ever matters is if like, so I went to the equator a couple times. Yeah. So if, when you stand in Ecuador, on, yeah, in Ecuador, um, <laughs> When you stand on the equator, right? So they have yeah. this sink yeah. on stands, yeah. right? And they fill it with water. 
on the right, it's rolls one way. On the left, it swirls another way. If you put it right on the line, mm-hmm. it just goes straight down. Just go, whoosh, it doesn't swirl. I did not way. see that when I was there. You I wish I had, because that sounds very cool. There's two places to visit the equator in Ecuador, which just sounds stupid, but like outside of Quito. Yeah. So yeah. there, there's the old school one that was around for a, a hundred mm-hmm. years. And that's the one that with the yellow line. That's where I went the first time that I went yes. there. And now there's a new one that's down the street that's like very modern and upgraded. And it doesn't, it's not necessarily like right on the they equator. They probably want it to be more tourist trappy. Yeah. So. They do. Yeah. That's they're, dumb. They're dumping a lot of money. They got a new airport. They needed that because there were a lot of pilots that couldn't figure out how to land. Yeah, to because get, that's yeah. one of the steepest landings in the world. Special rating for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not no more. No. Nope. I've, well, I've got the good. facts. I've got the facts on the, the, the uh, hemisphere and the water. Okay. So <clears throat> um, the rotation of the earth gives rise to an effect that tends to accelerate draining water in a clockwise direction in the northern hemisphere and a counterclockwise in the southern hemisphere. All right, so now I know the way that it happens here is clockwise. So the next time I go, now I know that I need to be looking to see it go the other way. That that was the problem is all of us (laughs) were just like, but what's the way we're used to? We don't know. We don't sit and watch the toilet spin. One of those guys should have known. I, I immediately went uh, this way and then went, oh, that's clockwise. Mm-hmm. You're talking about musicians. <laughs> Nick's a musician. I, Nick, Nick is a right and left brain musician. It's, he's very different. <laughs> very different. The, okay. the creative brain does not pay attention to the same things generally. Okay. Well, yeah. I sit down to pee, so I wouldn't know. You do. <laughs> I have followed into the bathroom after you before and i always find it warm very seats. discombobulating <laughs> that the seat is warm warm seats this episode so is brought weird. to you by warm seats warm seats <laughs> so yeah everything's great in australia though. what if we start a company that just sells warm toilet seats uh, that already exists <laughs> does it come with your it comes with your bidet doesn't it but what if we just did the warming part it's no pointless. water. Uh, I, I don't like that feeling. <laughs> no, like it, I'm not. like, who has been sitting here? Gross. Real, real human warmth. Like we pay people to <laughs> right. warm the seats. For you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no electricity involved. Just, we just send someone to your house five minutes before yeah. you have to poo. Yeah. And then they sit Gross. on your toe. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> what would we name that company? Seat warmers. <laughs> I don't, this is going sideways. It is. Toilet, um, toilet mates. I like toilet oh, mates, actually. That's, seat, seat mates? No, toilet mates. Yeah. That's the one. You, you nailed so, it. So you order it, like, I, I got to go. In yeah, just like minutes. Postmates. Yeah, or like I'm an Uber. coffee right now. Yeah. And the person yeah. shows up, warms That's it up for it. you for 10 minutes, and then heads out. <laughs> like, and you get you have your normal guy. You're like, thanks, Ralph. <laughs> you tip him <laughs> on, the, on the app. So gross. While you're sitting there, because you have time. How was your experience with Randy? (laughs) Oh, Randy warmed my seat. (laughs) I don't. I think Randy's ass is a little too small. There were still some cold spots. Uh, Yeah, I don't like that. Anyways, that makes me think of fixing stuff in the house. Yeah. And we swapped out your sink, right? Or did we talk about that already? We. That was my birthday last year. Which is Um, no, like not. Last Thanksgiving, the one before that. Oh, it was a year and a half ago? Yeah. We were so much younger then. We were. God. When we were young. I don't know what song that was. That's the Killers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to start singing in a band. 
your face. <laughs> we got to bring video back I, to this Yeah, show. I think we, that now, yeah. We can just put up a yeah. thumbnail of Misty's surprise just face. Just like, <laughs> oh, okay, great. And now it's time for more bad ideas and shock Bye, faces. Ike. Yeah. Um, what have you been doing? Oh, man. You talked a whole lot about what I've been doing. Well, uh, well, you've been doing a lot. Well, so have you. I um, have been, uh, let's see here. Since last we've spoken, yeah, uh, I too went on tour with a couple of people. Uh, I went out with Theo Vaughn as a videographer mm-hmm. almost all of last year. Uh, and then this year, I've been working with a comedian named Drew Lynch. Mm-hmm. And we have shot uh, two specials. Yeah. One, the first one we shot in January, came out in February, called And These Are Jokes, which was my first. That, that's I like that name. I didn't know that. That yeah. was the name of it. He says it about 40 times in the special. I But I didn't realize that was the name of it. I thought that was just something he said a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was my first comedy special directing gig. Mm-hmm. And then we um, did another one in Atlanta. Yeah. And that was my second one. I knew a lot more, mm-hmm. and we uh, did a lot, a lot bigger production on the second one. That one's coming out uh, hopefully next month. We got to have a fun little uh, where our worlds crossed. Yeah, I had a lot one. of a lot of theater yeah. questions for you. You helped me out tremendously because I uh, I was going in blind to speak to some of the in house people that worked at the mm-hmm. theater, and I was like, how do I address these people without being looking dumb or being disrespectful? Right. right. And. You said, fuck them all. I did. Yeah. I said, burn that place to the <laughs> yeah. fucking ground. You said, get your machete out and chop their heads off. That's, yeah. And that was very, very, very good advice. It's, yeah, it's very helpful. Yeah. It, it gets the job done. Oh, here's something I didn't tell you. I um, <laughs> So when we were shooting in Atlanta, I two or three weeks before the shoot, mm-hmm. I turned in a seat kill where yes. I was going to put the cameras. Yes. The that day of the some, show. Yeah, we talked about that. At Doors, the box office manager comes into the theater and she goes, you have to move all of these cameras. And I go, okay, hi, what's your name? She goes, I'm the box office lady. Yeah, they're usually... Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well... um, I have a lot of empathy for box office folks. I'm sure. They get yelled at a lot by... They're really the most, like, customer-facing humans in the building, Mm -hmm. and that's a lot. And, um, yeah, they also often get left out of advancing conversations. Wow. Unless yeah. someone specifically asks for them. So she, uh, she's, she's obviously upset because she was like, well, you know, we've sold it out. So where are we going to move these people to? And I was like, I can't answer that question for you, but we can work together to put these cameras somewhere that works for all of us. Yeah. Like if I move it over a couple of seats, does that work? Do I need to get it out of the ADA lane? Because Drew has a lot of special needs mm-hmm. fans. Yeah. Uh, and there were there were two camera pits that were just camera pits. So it was great. Every theater should have two camera pits. I think that's amazing. Totally. But we we ended up working it out. The general manager came in and he was like, "We're gonna work with you if you work with us." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't like. It doesn't matter if this is a couple of seats over here." Sure. Or there. But what happened was she got a hold of one of my camera guys before she found me, and she was like, "You need to move this fucking camera." So I'm from across the theater. I just see him packing up the camera and like putting it <laughs> away, and I'm like, "Hey, dude." Uh, what are you doing? Where are you going? He was like, oh, uh, that lady said we can't have this camera. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize she was directing Drew's special. Like, <laughs> I was like, let's put it back up. And, uh, uh, he, did, he did say that he, in, in front of the Doosh. entire theater. <laughs> yeah. just, like, we're just going to kill a camera. No, we're just going to put it somewhere where it's not blocking somebody else. Yeah. So 
Uh, Nick Nick came along on yeah. that trip. I watched your time lapse videos, your stories of yeah. the trip. <laughs> yeah, and, I love uh, that you made Nick sit in the middle seat, and then he broke something. What? So I didn't break anything. The the actual air vents above us just yeah. weren't working. Sure, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Yeah. And the yeah. the girl and the girl next, so it wouldn't close. Uh huh. The girl that was sitting on the other side was like, hey, uh, I'm sorry to bother you, but I can't reach it. Can you like screw that shut for me? And I, she watched me. I sat there, went both ways, tried everything. So finally, I was just like, I'll just point it at me. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, I, I don't care. I'll take, I'm in the middle. I'll take the air. I'm already in the shitty seat. Like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then I was trying to explain that to Isaac. He's like, you broke it. She's <laughs> mad at us. I also just wanted to prove to you guys that I do watch your stories oh, and the things that are oh, happening. You were the one. I was the one. That was me. I was wondering who that was. I I got great entertainment out of that. Yeah, I don't I don't even think Maria watched that all the way through. I watched the whole damn thing. All forty five seconds of it. All Oh no, it was what? Like four or five minutes. It was right? four the, or five the, minutes. The tour vlog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we discovered on that trip that Nick snores. You didn't expect that? We discovered. <laughs> well, Nick fell asleep first and then I I had I had a vent blowing right into my face all night and we drank until And let me guess, Isaac doesn't o'clock. make any noises when he sleeps <laughs> yeah. at all, does silent he? Silent sleeper. Yeah. They call right. me they call me silent sleeper. Mr. Sleep apnea. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your silence well, sounds like a chainsaw. Right, exactly. <laughs> Your silence is killing like, us. I have stayed in a room with him in Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm Oh, can we talk about Vegas? Yeah. Because you're about to go there. I'm about to go there. For close hand magic. I am adding something new to my repertoire. <laughs> magic. <laughs> um, uh, so like the last couple of years, obviously like coming out of pandemic, I could have hopped on with whatever band out there. But I was very like in my brain, I want to be more intentional with the jobs that I take. And so, you know, the thing in Kansas City, I did that voluntarily actually Mm -hmm. um because it just was an important cause and also super fun and i did another benefit in december with metallica um right but who i've worked with before but it was a whole different kind of gig um i got to handle the red carpet and all of the external talent so i was in charge of jimmy kimmel who hosted the show and robert downey jr and you know this uh uh I believe his name is Iron Boy or Iron something Iron like Man. that. Iron Guy. Know. Iron Guy. Uh, Sherlock Gomes or yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll be an actor one day. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, and so this year also, like, I'm filling in some gaps because I'm still working with Heim, and I got a phone call. <laughs> Do you want to come work for a magician? <laughs> yes. And I went. Yeah. You went, is it Carrot Top? Uh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, is it Gallagher? Uh, can we split some water balance? Um, you know Gallagher's brother also does Gallagher. I, I do know that. Sorry, it's I didn't mean to so do so incredible. Gallagher also. Gallagher, uh, yeah. Um, so what's the name of the musician that you're going out with? The magician? Ma- 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 yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> the magician? The, the, the magic music man. Uh, da- uh, you may have heard of him. Um, David Blaine. <laughs> the guy that sits in ice for seven weeks uh, yeah apparently he does a card trick or two from what i hear yeah 
Wouldn't it be funny if his one-hour show was just him standing in a block of ice, I, not doing anything? I'd watch it. Yeah, not what, gonna lie. What theater is it at? What Resorts what? World? Oh, right. Yes, the, the new Megaplex. Right. Yeah. I have yet to go there. Have yeah. you been? I have not. I'm very interested. My friend Jim, um, who I actually met in China. 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 Uh, <laughs> China. China. <laughs> I never like. I'll just, I'm going to insert this here. So for a very, very long time, I did not have to hear that voice. Mm -hmm. And then the last few weeks, he's popped up again doing things. And I've had to hear that voice. Gina. Oh, in Gina, they do this. Shut up. Okay. Anyways. Jim. My friend Jim, I met him in China. He was working for AEG, starting up having shows, Western shows, come to China for the first time. Oh, right. And he actually runs that theater. And so I get to go and work with a good old friend. And um, I'm very excited. Nick, did you check out Resorts World on your honeymoon? Um, slash wedding? Was it open then? It. No. We, I didn't we, think it was open it yet. It may have it just opened at that point, but we we had not. We didn't hit there. No. We, we did a whole bunch of other things, but not yeah. that. Okay, I'm going to ask you this again, but you're going to make up a crazy story about the fictional time that you went to Resort World. Okay. Hey, Nick, did you go to Resorts World on your honeymoon? Dude. (laughs) We had the most ridiculous thing happen at Resorts World. We went to Resorts World. This ties into what Misty was just saying. A magician was standing in the front, right? Like like where you walk in, like not the lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all the way in, but the lobby, right? A magician is in there doing like card tricks. (laughs) And he sees us walk in we're newlyweds you know this is the day after we got married in vegas and he the day after were you still wearing your wedding clothes like how did you know uh well you know we just walked up and and like you told him in conversation he's like hey blah 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 what are you doing in vegas you stay in the hotel you know he's a magician that just means they're married yeah Yeah. he's a mentalist so (laughs) anyway he uh offers to do a trick makes Maria's ring disappear. I freak out because I think he just stole a bunch of money from us. I don't know who this guy is. We just thought he was going to do a card trick or something. Right. Maria's ring is now not on her finger. The guy coughs it up on the ground. It comes out of his mouth. And then he gets down on one knee and puts it back on her finger. She's disgusted. There's like slime all over it from this guy's. uh, So I kicked him while he was down on one knee in his nuts he falls no he just like kicked him his shoulder he falls over oh you 300 him like all of a sudden security pops up yeah they grab us hold us in some room and then realize it was a big mistake and that they shouldn't have let the magician inside and apologizing and what us, you don't know is actually us, nick called me and i called my friend jim and jim actually came and got them out of all of it and that's how <laughs> david blaine got his residency at right. resorts world right wow yeah Got That's- a free meal out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Panda Express for Got a everybody. free drink. <laughs> okay, we're coming up on an hour, so mm-hmm. I want to end on this story that um, we've touched on on the show before. Okay. You have an octopus uh, <laughs> lamp fixture, lighting... Chandelier. Lighting chandelier. Just really couldn't get that word, could you? Uh, I can't. I'm, <laughs> I'm out of words today. I'm- lamp that hangs from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> If only there was an English like word for that. Like the old Pizza Hut lamps. <laughs> <laughs> if 
Oh my god, I want an old Pizza Hut. <laughs> Who doesn't, dude? Nobody... I want to put it with my pleather. No, I can't think of the word. <laughs> <laughs> the checkerboard uh, couch. What, what are those called? <laughs> Floors. <laughs> no, booth. 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 <laughs> my pleather booth. So with the checkered tablecloth. Yes. I yes. think up to this point, if you're that's a, a set, you guys. That is a set. A Pizza Hut booth? A Pizza Hut booth. Nobody out. Pizza's the hut. Thanks for listening to Misty right? Night, everybody. Brought to you by Pizza Hut. God, just genius ideas all the time. I think the fans or the listeners or the friends, let's call them friends, friends okay. of the show, know that when you originally got that octopus fixture, mm-hmm. you met Fred Armisen in line. <laughs> yes. So you mentioned Fred in, at the Kansas gig in, yes. in your story earlier. Yeah. Did you guys talk about the lamp? We did. And then what happened? Okay. Can you tell this story? Let me give a super quick update. So I go to buy the octopus chandelier. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited. If you don't remember the story, I've been looking at these things for years and years and years. He made a miniature version. I won a bunch of money. I was able to buy it. I'm standing there and behind me, someone says, did, which one did you get? And I just, without looking, said, oh, I got the black one because there were only two of them. There was a black one and a white one. And this voice says, oh, I have that too. It's just a lot bigger. And I turn and I look and it's Fred Armisen. And I say, just one more time that I'm only half as cool as Fred Armisen. To his face. Wow. Yeah, to his face. <laughs> that's solid. That's a, good, that's a good joke. Yeah. And he starts laughing and I laugh. And that was that. Was that. Mm-hmm. And so Kansas City, um, Fred's flight kept getting delayed later and later and later. And so I had two guys that I was working with that were handling all the transportation of picking everyone up. And one of the guys, Brian, was like, okay, he's going to land now at two in the morning. I'll stick it out and I'll go get him. And I was like, that's wonderful. Because at the time, the new Kansas City airport wasn't open yet. Ubers are not plentiful (laughs) in that area. So ends up, you know, Brian goes and gets him, gets him to the hotel. I had taking care of Jason and the other guys that were landing on the jet because they also got delayed. So the next day, I get Jason and everyone over to the venue, and Fred is like, are you Misty? And I said, I am. And he's like, I just had, like, last night when Brian picked me up, he's like, I we have a lot of friends in common. And, like, he's like, you Brian was telling me, like, all the people that you've worked for. And I was like, yeah. And... I was like, is now the minute that I'm like, we've actually met before? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't like, yeah. let's be around each other a little bit more before I'm like, hi, do you remember me? Like <laughs> from this thing that happened for 20 seconds, eight years ago. <laughs> and uh, so during, during rehearsals, he's actually sitting in the dressing room, just kind of chilling. And he was asking me about Haim because he's a big fan. He's actually met them, gone to shows. There's a whole nother story behind all of that that's hilarious and uh he was like have I met you before at any of their shows and I was like I don't think so but we have met just not at a Heim show and he was like well when (laughs) so I tell him I'm like you if I'm not mistaken you have an octopus chandelier and he's like I (laughs) I do and I was like I was buying one at an art fair in downtown LA and you were there and said I have that also and I made a joke and said mine's a lot smaller (laughs) only you know one more time I'm half as cool as Fred Armisen 
He's like, oh my gosh, that was you? <laughs> like, and so we had this, you know, lengthy conversation about our octopus chandeliers. And a few months later, after I got home, I got a text from Fred one day. <laughs> and it's just like, if I'm, he's like, remind me if I'm cracked, you're the one that also has the octopus chandelier. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we talked about it at Thundergong. He's like, okay, this is going to sound really weird. I've, been, I've moved recently, and I've been going through things in my garage, and I realized I have two of them. Would you happen to want this other oh, octopus chandelier? That's so cool. And I instantly, I text Isaac, and I was like, is he trying to give it to me, or does he want to sell it to me? I don't oh, know what to say. Yeah, we couldn't figure it out. We couldn't figure out how to not be tacky, because they're very pricey. And... I couldn't figure out a way to be like, you can give it to me for free. <laughs> like, or right. do you want me to pay 10 grand for it? Right. What it costs. Or if, it, yeah, or if it's if just been like, sitting in his garage and he was like, oh, I want someone to have this that will appreciate it. Yeah. And then in my head, I was like, why am I even asking myself this? I have one. Why am I being greedy? Like, yes, would it be wonderful to have a bigger one? That's sure. But like I, the one that I have means so much to me because of the story that goes along with it. And I was just like, Oh, that's wonderful. I already have one. I would really love if the one that you have goes to someone else that can experience, you know, having one every day. Smooth, smooth. That's nice. For future it, yeah. reference, something along the lines of, oh, I would love that, but I, I don't think I could afford the bigger one. Would've See, I think that's ran, tacky because that says yeah. I'm poor. Right. And we ran like, every scenario. We did. Like, I could pull the text. Like, Isaac and I literally went back and forth. Like, what if I said this? Right. What if I said this? And then I was like, why do I, why am I asking these questions? He knows they're pricey though. But yeah, money to Fred is different also, than money to us. Right. right and he he's... probably has a different perception. Like celebrities don't understand what they pay people. Right. He might They not, don't get it. He might like not in even... his mind, I probably make the same amount of money that he does. Right. Like here's this it's girl like, that's worked for all these people and she has this thing like I have. She probably. Right. Makes the same amount of money. <laughs> he just goes. He, he seemed like in my interactions with him before. He seemed like a really normal. Oh, he's dude. very, very down I feel to like earth. He's like gotta understand. But, right. I, but things don't cost yeah. money to him. They cost like fur ploppins or whatever. He just puts his <laughs> credit card down and he well, gets the that, thing. Well, that and wants. I mean, there's also a possibility, and I don't know of what kind of relationship he has with Adam, the guy that makes them. Yeah. Adam could have given it to him for, for all yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Like. So I, it, there was just so many things around it. And I was like, you know what? I, I have one. And mine has a great story. That's really cool that he thought yeah. of you, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was super cool. He actually sent me a photo of the one that he has hanging in his dining room. And I sent it to Isaac. He was like, his house looks... <laughs> <coughs> his house looks like yours would if you had money. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. <laughs> He had beveled ceilings. Yeah, it's, it was beautiful. So you you was, and Fred Armisen have the same style. We do. We very much do. Yeah. Okay, I thought that was going to be the last story. Okay. But I think we have a better closer. Uh, the Will Forte story. He left something <laughs> in Kansas. Yeah. I think this is the most adorable story in the whole world. I love Will It today. brings... It literally warms my heart when I think about it. Um... So Will and Fred had to leave very early on Sunday morning to get back to L.A. And so their flight was at like six o'clock in the morning. So again, wonderful Brian took them to the airport at like 430 in the morning. <laughs> and I 
I had gotten up to make sure that they got on their way. And so, you know, they knew that I was awake, but they, I think I also said, now I'm going to go back to sleep. Now you guys are on your way. Mm-hmm. And I get this phone call from Will. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't wake you back up again. Did I like, I, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's fine. I'm still, still awake. And he's like, I left something in my room. And I was like, oh, okay, no problem. Like, I'll just get housekeeping to get it. And he was like, I just, I don't know how I'm going to get it back to LA. Like maybe we can ship it. Or I was like, well, I'm actually going back to LA later today. <laughs> like as soon as live there. like yeah. after Jason's jet leaves, I'm headed to the airport. Yeah, I'm faster than same day shipping. Yeah. He was like, oh, wonderful. He was like, I left my glasses. And I was like, okay. So I called down to the front desk. They're like, yeah, we'll have housekeeping. Grab them. I go down, get them. And she hands me these, these glasses. And I look at them. I'm like, first of all, these are like a like $20 pair of readers <laughs> from CBS. But secondly, then like the arm of one of them that keep them on your head is like halfway chewed off. Like, I don't even know how they still stay on his head, but I'm like, it's Will Forte. Can't he just go get a new pair of readers? (laughs) But I'm like, okay, these must have some value to him for some reason. And so I, when I get back to LA that night, I text him and I say, Hey, I just landed. I have your glasses. Do you just want me to run them by your house? And he was like, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. Like, you've done so much by getting them back here. He's like, I'm sure you're exhausted. Like, just go home and get some rest. He's like, my wife and I are probably going to be in your neighborhood tomorrow morning. We can just swing by and grab them. And I was like, okay, sure. So the next morning, he messages me and he's like, hey, we're going to swing by in like half an hour if that's cool. And I was like, yeah, sure, absolutely. So, you know, they show up and... I have the glasses and I'm like, okay, I have to ask you, is there a story with these or like, they're just readers. (laughs) He's like, there is. So when my wife was in labor, uh, you know, labor happens quickly and you forget things and whatever. And I went to the hospital gift shop and bought these as I was, you know, sitting in the lobby reading and, you Mm -hmm. know, waiting. Yeah. And he's like, just out of nerves, I chewed. I did all of that uh, that day. <laughs> and so... One sitting, huh? <laughs> these glasses will always remind me of the day that my first child was born. Oh, wow. But That's, then... So real sentimental value. Yeah. So yeah, then yeah. flash forward to a few months ago. A, few, a month ago, maybe? Uh, the Heim girls and I had to go and do this thing um, for Adam Sandler. <laughs> It was a a dinner for Adam Sandler's Mark Twain Award. And Adam didn't know it, but the girls were going to surprise him and do an acoustic version of Grow Old With You. So, like, he knew that they were there, but he thought they were just, like, guests at the dinner. So I'm trying to, like, very covertly go over to the table that they're at and, like, grab them and pull them over to, like, the side room so that when all the speeches start, you know, they pop out and surprise him. That table just so happens to also be Molly Shannon... Andy Samberg. And I didn't realize it at that moment, Will Forte, because I'm working and I'm in work mode, like blinders on, focused. And this person is like, Misty, Misty. And I look up, I'm like, yeah, what? 
Shut up, Will Forte. <laughs> but and then I realized it's Will, and I was like, oh my gosh, hi. I was like, I'll, I'll be back later. I have to grab the girls. So I grab them. They do their thing, whatever. And after all this is said and done, Will walks up to me, and he has the glasses in his hand. And he's like, do you think you can get these to Kansas City for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But he also... Uh, the callback. You didn't just run him out to the car. He like came up to your apartment, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and checked it out. If you guys don't know, Misty has like an ex, like everybody ex, comes out. Like, yeah, I mean, it's an yeah. exquisitely appointed apartment. It's pretty cool. It's it decorated. Is, it is cool. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Un, undoubtedly Imagine cool. an entire lifetime of traveling around the world, acquiring yeah. like exactly what it is you like in your life, yeah. and then like making your home a display of creativity. Yeah. That's Misty's apartment. Yeah, I love it. You should. Like, I don't. I, I keep thinking about like, is it time to move out of this apartment? And like, you know, sometimes things fall apart because it's an old apartment. And like, but at the end of the day, I look around and I'm like, I love this place. Like, the apartment itself has a lot of character to it. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think that if I took all those things out of it and put it into like a new, like, expensive high rise apartment, it just wouldn't be the same. It no. wouldn't feel the same. No. The, yeah. the unit itself lends itself to the character of totally. the appointments. Yeah. Exquisite the, the appointment. Uh, so that everyone can visualize it. Your apartment is laid out like the apartment that the girls have in La La Land. Oh, yeah. You told me that. Yeah. And I and, had never thought about that. And it has a very, like, almost um, friends, like, um, Monica and, and Rachel's apartment vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, is just had, has a bunch of cool, unique stuff in it. There are people Some, I've, I've told that you've never met about your apartment. Uh, <laughs> Somebody actually once said it was like the Friends apartment meets the entire city of New Orleans. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. At a carnival. I could see and that. I was like, okay, that's fair. That's totally fair. And uh, we'll end on this. Okay. Uh, speaking of people coming to your apartment. Yeah. The girls just came and had dinner. They did. For yeah. the friend saw, saw your place for the first time. Yeah, Saturday. What, what Saturday. was their reaction to your apartment? I think it was the same as most people's when they walk in. I think they're very surprised because, like, our building is kind of the eyesore on the block. Mm. Like, our building is not as pretty as the other buildings. And, like, we can't get the grass to grow in the front like everybody else does because we don't have a sprinkler system and all this shit. And, like, you walk in and it's, like, brown carpeted stairs and you're like, does Misty live here? Like, this place looks, ugh. And then you walk into my apartment and you're like, oh, no, it's very different. Yes. Um, so, the, yeah, I think that they were a little surprised when they actually, like, walked in. They were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Misty does not live in the ghetto apartment on the cool block. The door is guarded by a mighty knight. <laughs> um, there, There is a sign on the front door that a friend of mine bought and brought back for me from, I think, Amsterdam, maybe. It's cross-stitched, and it says, come back with a warrant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the first thing you see. Well, I think that catches us up to present day. Yeah. Um, and thanks to everybody for listening to... We back, bitches! We, we, we back up in here. Now, we are making no guarantees or promises of weekly no. episodes or no. daily episodes. No, This is going to be when we have time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as regularly as we can yeah like right now i after today i won't see you again for two weeks yeah like i'm i got shit 
Got things. We want them to be uh, a surprise. You're going to d- disappear in a magic show. I might, actually. From what I've heard, like, I've been told that when he's rehearsing to go and sit out in the house and he'll pull me up on stage. Yes, yes. I can't I've been wait. given all the, like, the, the insider track to be a part of the tricks and things. So when we come back, we will talk about Misty's David Blaine experience. Yeah. She's going to teach us close hand magic. Yeah. Over I audio. Don't for think some I'm probably going to teach you any of that. Um, because they keep the, the tricks to all of it very close. to Oh, sleep. for sure. Yeah. We'll just make shit up. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> how to make a quarter disappear with Misty Roberts. <laughs> Stick it behind your ear, <laughs> in your hair, if your hair is like mine. Did your uh, grandparents ever pull quarters out of your ears? And no. Like, no. Oh. no, I've seen that on TV shows. And I'm like, who does that? Everybody, everybody. What about your parents or grandparents? I remember uh, the, um, oh, I got your nose. Yeah. Oh, that, definitely. It, it just doesn't this. look like a nose. It, it doesn't at Everyone all. Everyone knows it's your thumb. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. No, I totally remember that. Too. Got your nose. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. Um. Well, this has been fun. This has been fun, and we gotta get you out of here. You gotta hard out. I got all kinds of shit to do. Yeah, me too. Um, but thanks for listening, everybody. We'll we'll be back as regularly as we can. We love uh, each and every one of you, both of you, uh, both of you, both the listeners. Wasn't that the running joke? It it was. Yeah, it's not funny anymore now that other people are listening to it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. Uh. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Say bye, Nick. Bye, Nick.